Make me a channel of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me bring your love. Where there is injury, your pardon, Lord. And where there's doubt, true faith in you. O Master, grant that I may never seek so much to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love with all my soul. Oh, make me a channel of your peace. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned, in giving to all men that we receive, and in dying that we are born to eternal life. Slava Jesus Christu, Slava Novika, glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil Malovany again, doing another podcast. And of course, the news of the world right now is the Ukrainian people's fight um, in the war against Russia. Uh, Russia, of course, as we know, uh, sent their armies a couple days ago over the Ukrainian border. And nobody really knows what um, the Russian government's plans are on what their goals are for this war. And all we can do is pray constantly for peace, pray constantly for all those innocent victims who will be killed and injured during this war and this pray for forgiveness because after this war is done there's going to be a lot of hatred there's going to be a lot of hatred between ethnic groups there's going to be a lot of hatred between um you know family members um the towns uh, countries in the world and this is the one you know um of course we uh, the number one thing is for the war to stop so that there is no more death but the second thing is to know that from history and as i've said many times in the past i was a history teacher i've studied history a lot after a war is done like this, and however long it's going to last, there's going to be much, much um, difficulties in the world between peoples who will never, ever forgive each other because of the hurt and the pain that uh, one group causes another in this world and boy this is a tough one for us christians uh this is a really really tough one
you know, um, I just got off um, a meeting today with other priests and the uh, bishop uh, regarding uh, the situation in Ukraine and about, you know, what we as priests and churches can do to help the, you know, people understand the situation for the, our prayers uh, towards Ukraine, of course. And, and one of the things that I learned was very intriguing, you know, um, regarding our communication to the media. And, uh, I'm sure every one of us priests of the Ukrainian churches in Canada will be asked eventually by the media of our of our opinion opinions about what's happening right now and and I will say it in my churches this weekend it's like I'm saying on this podcast that you know the opinion that the priests have is not necessarily the opinion of the eparchy of the bishops that you know uh, of of the churches and certainly not the opinion of the people in the churches as well there's probably going to be hundreds and hundreds of different opinions about what is happening and um i think no matter which side of the spectrum you're on and of course for most ukrainians there's going to be a lot of negative opinions and even downright hatred towards the neighboring country and against russians because of what is happening and yeah that 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 is bound to happen it is bound to happen and that's just human nature when another um country another culture tries to destroy a country <laughs> yeah it's it's bound to happen that the the opinions of the country that is being attacked is going to be very negative against the a country that it's attacking them and that's again that's human nature has nothing to do with religion has nothing to do with politics it's this plain human nature. So, again, when we are approached, if we are of the Ukrainian uh, Catholic faith or Ukrainian nationality, and we are approached by people asking us, you know, how do we feel about the situation? Of course we can give our own personal opinions. There's nothing stopping us from doing that. We just have to be careful not to say that it is the church's opinion or that it is the eparchy's opinion or the, even the parish priest's opinion because every single person is going to feel very differently about what's happening in the world right now. So all we can really do um, 
most of us are not politicians. Most of us are not ne- uh, negotiators between countries. All we can do is pray. You know, that, that's really all we can do is pray for peace, pray for hope that this war will be, end sooner than later. And we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen next week, the next month, the next year. Nobody knows. Nobody at all in the whole world probably knows what's going to happen. And I, I did mention in a few previous podcasts a few weeks ago when this uh, situation between Ukraine and Russia was escalating that, you know, I did mention that the Catholic Church teaches that um, you are, uh, it is not sinful to uh, defend your country in war. And if that means you have to kill the enemy by defending your country, that is not against the commandments. So, um, of course, we uh, <laughs> war takes on a whole different uh, perspective. And, and you can see, again, from the historical wars that have happened in the world, that it, it's more than just defending your country. It, it becomes a, wanting to annihilate the enemy and their country they're from. Unfortunately, that's where the hatred comes from in the world. A lot of it between countries because of war and because of the violence that has happened between them. But again, uh, our Catholic faith teaches us that it is not sinful to defend your country, even if that means you are, you know, killing the enemy and, and, and killing other people from the other side. It is not sinful because what you're doing is uh, is defending your uh, country, you're defending your freedom, defending your um, you know your nation, and um, and, and the result of war is, is unfortunately you have to sometimes, uh, oftentimes this is what war is. Death is the result of war, so there will be casualties. We pray especially for the people of Ukraine and especially our church leaders there. And there is some, of course, concern of what's going to happen, um, you know, in this war to those in the churches. And uh, this, like the other civilians, the bishops and priests and and lay people go to the churches are at risk of of getting uh, killed by the the results of the war. So we pray, especially for our um, patriarch Sviatoslav in Ukraine um, and all the bishops and priests of the churches there. Uh, as a fellow priest, of course, I don't, I have no clue what's happening in Ukraine. Like, we couldn't even imagine what's what, what's going on there now with the bombs uh, and the artillery shells falling upon cities and, and eventually probably will be falling upon churches as well. 
Um, so it's, it, it is a scary situation we are going on in, that is happening in this world right now. There's no doubt about it. Nobody is saying that this is, this is a laughable matter. It's not. War is not laughable anytime between any nations. But again, I think if, if someone approaches us, uh, from, uh, the media, from, uh, uh, different um, groups who are not Ukraine or not Russian and and want to get our comments, we we have to reflect and pray about that and say, you know, of course we can st- state our own opinion, whatever our opinions may be, but again, we we can't uh, state that these opinions that we have are universal even among Ukrainians and even among uh, the church. Um, everyone has their different opinions from what's happened in history, the, the historical, um, the, the history between Russia and Ukraine, unfortunately, is not necessarily the best. And anyone who studied Ukrainian history knows that. Uh, about the, you know, basically, uh, Russia has been the big bully through, through most of the Ukrainian history and treated Ukraine as, as its toy, basically. And, um, unfortunately, it's happening again. Um, it's, it's a sad situation. It's a very sad situation, there's no doubt about it. And we have to, um, as people of God, um, pray for everyone involved. And again, there's going to be casualties in this war on both sides. There's going to be a lot of um, this negative things happening from war. The war is war. It's going to have drastic effects upon the Ukrainian people for decades to come. And um, it's not going to be an easy fix afterwards. Absolutely not. Any war-torn country, again, if you look at the history of the world, any country that's devastated by war takes years and years to recover from, from that economic, uh, political... Um, financial disasters that happen from war and of course the loss of life and and the young people who will be dying fighting for the country the um the people who have been who will be injured and 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 uh you know paralyzed for the rest of their lives is this going to be drastic drastic effects and of course the orphans who will lose their parents during this time. Um, I think it's important to constantly pray. You know, <laughs> as a priest, I've been praying uh, for the nation of Ukraine ever since, you know, probably 2014, uh, you know, when, when the last, when the... Uh, Russia, Russians uh, invaded eastern Ukraine. 
is there's been war in Ukraine for over eight years already. Um, and even before that with the Orange Revolution and, and hap- what's, what was happening within Ukrainian politics. So we as priests have been praying for Ukraine for, for many, many years already. And we'll con- continue to pray for Ukraine. Uh, continue to pray for the people there who are suffering, are suffering greatly because of uh, the aggression of Russia against them. Um, so I, I think, though, after all that's been said here, we can't forget about forgiveness. You know, like I said, it's going to be so hard for any person uh, to forgive who've lost so much, who've uh, suffered so much from the aggression of another country, of another culture. Uh, but this is our Christian way. We have to learn how to forgive each other, even after a war, even after that loss of life, even after all the suffering and commotion that war brings. The, 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 the Christian faith is about forgiveness. It is about, you know, um, asking God to help those people who committed these atrocities to turn back to God and ask for forgiveness themselves. You know, and we have to constantly pray. Of course, first of all, we pray for the Ukrainian people, uh, all the people defending Ukraine, all the people who will lose their lives. But we also have to pray for the uh, enemy as well. <laughs> Jesus said, love your enemy. Boy, that's a hard one. In this situation, it's going to be so hard to love your enemy. It's going to be so hard to um to 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 not think about all the things that your enemy did to you and all the hurts and and uh, and uh, the devastation that they have caused but still Jesus says love your enemy that's something to reflect upon today my dear people of god um, we don't know again how long this is going to last. We don't know how long, uh, how much devastation is going to be caused. But in the end, the after effects are going to take years and decades to go through. And we have to be prepared for that too. Be prepared for the after effects and, and try as hard as we can as Christians to love one another as God loves us. God bless you. Continue to pray for Ukraine. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you.